Hi loves and welcome to another episode of Time for Tea. So hey, how are you all doing? Let's just take a moment to check in, to ground, to feel our bodies and our breath. A heartbeat, skin and bones. Today I am drinking a tea that I got given for Christmas. My mum picked it out. I was inspired by this episode I listened to on Rachel Brayton's podcast where she was speaking about her tea practice. I can't remember the exact episode, Um, but she was speaking about her tea practice and she mentioned how her husband bought her some tea as a gift and how it was so perfect and so inspired by that. My mom gave me this tea from Global Tea Hut called Shaman's Drum. It is a late 1980s chopper and this is my second time drinking it and I'm absolutely loving it so far loving this tea so much um just perfect grounding and anchoring that show pose can easily offer us and it's exactly the medicine that i am needing so if you haven't already i would encourage you to get your own tea on the go and maybe you're out and about listening to this while you're you know on the move, in which case you might not have tea on you, but just take a moment to come back to your centre and let's see what wants to come through in today's episode. So I'm going to pour myself another bowl of tea. I'm going to take a few sips and we will see what is here for us to reflect on today. So what immediately came to my mind, there were several topics, but immediately I kept feeling like community and the importance of community came up big time. And 
I think this can be layered and I think this can be complex, but I also think this can be made more simple too. So the importance of community, of tribe, of connection in a world where a lot of the time we are encouraged to be independent and self-sufficient and put together is the word that comes to mind. But I think the importance here is to remind you who is listening that community is important as well. That we all need community in whatever shape or form we find ourselves in. Whether that be in the midst of a lot of turbulence or whether it be in the midst of a lot of joy or whether it be in the midst of any any space or time or feeling, we all need community. And it feels like something that a lot of us are craving, but we're also in the midst of winter. So I'm just adding that in as another layer and element because right now it is likely that some of us I can't speak for you, but that I can see in myself that there is this push and pull between I want to stay in and I want to stay hermiting and I want to stay more on my introverted level, but I'm also sensing this desire for community and for connection. And so we get to honour both. the desire for community and connection and the desire for alone time they are not isolated or binary in fact we can often flow between the two and so I just want to bring this up as a kind of like check-in point like what connection do you already have in your life You know, sometimes we already have more than we think we do. And so what is already present connection-wise? With yourself and with others. And let's not forget the connection that is available from non-human beings too. That so much can be thought of when it comes to connection as human. But there is just as much, if not more, available in the natural world too. So if you're feeling lonely or isolated or, you know, starving for some kind of connection, just go outside. Go outside. I'm not saying it's going to be curing everything, but it will help help you feel connected to to this earth to the beings that reside here alongside us I'm going to pour another bowl of tea (coughs) 
it feels, you know, right to share as well that there are so many different types of connection. And sometimes our mind will be used to connections only looking a certain way. But each connection, it's important to remember, is going to be individual and unique. No matter how much the mind says, this is exactly the same as so-and-so. I'd kind of ask you to consider, is it exactly the same? Because I don't think any two connections can be exactly the same. Just like in tea ceremony, no two teas are exactly the same. Even if they are both shopers from the late 1980s, as this one is, they're not going to be exactly the same. They're going to be picked by different beings, different humans. They're going to, you know, there's so many different elements that go into it. And so that can be a nice way of looking at this piece around community and connection through the lens of tea is our connection with tea. Yes, there is tea spirit that feels like one of the baselines of this connection that we cultivate with her, but also each tea is individual too, regardless of whether it's the same type or the same um, time or the same mountain, it's still going to be individual. Each leaf is individual. And so how does this relate back to connection? Remembering that each connection we have is going to be different, is going to be individual, and is not going to be the same throughout either. Okay, going along with this tea metaphor, the more we steep the leaves, the taste changes. So the first few, first few steeps are going to feel and taste different than the latter ones. And friendships and connection can evolve like that too. They don't stay static. They might feel that they stay the same. But I wonder if they ever really, really remain exactly the same. So, how to cultivate more connection. Yeah, starting with this part of what connection is already present and already here in this present moment. seeing what works and what doesn't, what feels nourishing and sustainable and true and in alignment, and what can be subtly adjusted within current connections and, and also in new ones that we desire to cultivate. You know, I think that can be such a trend at the moment to just be all or nothing in friendships. 
this labeling of people being toxic of of it being very like yeah it feels like it can be very black and white and I think sometimes yes that might be true that probably can be very true and at the same time there are probably also moments where it is just some fine-tuning that is needed as well so we're wanting to pay attention to these numerous different layers and it also is a mirror for the numerous different layers that exist within us as well you know like I can't speak about connection and community without highlighting the connection and community we can find within us too I think this is likely a long-term lifetime adventure for me in connecting with myself and coming back to myself and probably for some of you too and so yeah checking in with what connection is here right now something that my somatic experiencing practitioner reminds me of almost invariably every single session is is well what connection is here right now in your body what connection do you have right now to your body we're never not in connection our mind might sometimes think we're not as i see 16 16 on the clock as i'm recording this the mind might think we're not in connection but there's always some layer of connection that exists to our breath to our body to ourselves and to others like that is that is the simple truth well not so simple truth depending on how complicated um and how you know in some situations how triggered you're feeling i'm gonna pour another bowl of tea so not forgetting that we are already connected to ourselves and to each other and to nature and also that we can desire more I think it's worth bearing in mind how much connection you are available for right now. Again, applying it to yourself, to others, to non-human beings. How much connection are you available for? And that will also change season to season, moment to moment. There might be some days that you don't want connection with yourself or another or nature. Or want less of a connection, I should say, more accurately. And just allowing that to be there. Again, it's not all or nothing. It's not full-on, big-time connection. Whatever that might look like for you. For me, in my head, it comes across as like a lot of activity, a lot of engagement, a lot of togetherness. 
and yeah allowing for the fluctuation to be in place where you might not want that right now and that might be okay too not even might that is okay too so really this podcast feels more like a check-in on less so about how to cultivate connection because really on a base level we do know how to it feels more a reminder of of the connection that already exists and the ebbs and flows that exist within that too you know it's just being accepting of these shifts that take place and trusting that the connection if it is meant to be there long term, that it can withstand these shifts. It can withstand these ebbs and flows and nuances. That no connection is necessarily like one way, the the like for for life. That it will have different seasons, different versions of it and to remember that you know it helps with letting go of this feeling that things have to be a certain way it lets us off the hook of perfectionism within ourselves and towards others when we see connection through that lens instead through the lens of seasonality, through the lens of micro shifts. I want to add that this can be really hard if we have experienced in our lifetime and especially growing up a lot of unpredictability. It can make it much harder trusting for these shifts to happen in connections with ourselves and with others to trust that there isn't something that's wrong when things change. And to your inner little one, I just am holding that awareness of, I'm holding that knowing that that can be really hard to trust when things, when there are these micro shifts that take place. That's not to say they're not happening and not to say that these micro shifts aren't important, but that it can be challenging too. So, have another sip of tea. don't know why but I have such an urge to share that all any of us want is to feel that sense of connection to feel understood and heard and loved and and that really at the base of it is what we're wanting this isn't to excuse people's behavior but to add in a sprinkle of generosity in the midst of it. 
just a sprinkling to yourself and to others. Okay, one more, one more bowl of tea and then we'll likely put this episode to bed. I keep also wanting to say that connection does not have to be big. Big acts of friendship or or big big acts of connection. Because it's already here, it doesn't need to be big. I don't know why that's coming through me, but I'm trusting that it is for a reason. And to stay in connection with another and with yourself means being open to to change, to seasons. Like that feels really important about this particular episode is seasons. And so I'm kind of like wanting to add to this, like which season in the wheel of the year, spring, summer, autumn, winter, or however you want to look at the year through, like whichever lens you want to look at the year through, when do you feel most in need of connection? Is that a time where you're wanting more outward connection is there a time where okay let's start with spring maybe in spring what are you needing connection wise is that different to the connection you might be needing in winter it's just looking at it through this very nuanced lens so that we aren't staying in the black and white and binary that we are open to more possibility, more openness, and multiple truths. Regardless of how the mind may feel about it, or how some parts of us might feel about it, We get to hold them in our awareness and be open to to the shifts, like I keep saying. So going forward, I'm just going to invite you to spend some time 
absorbing absorbing this outlook if you desire to if it feels resonant to and to take whichever parts of it that you want to into your life and see how they play out see how they're playing out right now and I will be back for another episode next week in the meantime I hope you take care and I wish you an easeful nourishing week ahead